a world where there's so much noise and information. One podcast is on a mission to cut the fluff and get strategic. A place where you receive the latest tips to expanding your leadership, optimizing your business, and ways to become a truly peak performance human. Now, get ready as your host, Jake Havron, is here to help you live the strategic life. The reason why I'm making this podcast is because I've seen so many leaders of different industries, businesses, of all different companies, organizations, teams. I've seen this problem happen where they have someone in their company growing fast and they're quote unquote under them in that sense, right? There may be a coworker, an employee, uh, they could be in the managerial role and maybe you're listening and you're the CEO, you're the founder, uh, you're the executive of some sort. And what happens, whether they know it or not, is they naturally suppress their growth and limit and hinder them because they don't know what they don't know. And that's why that person eventually leaves. You have these all-stars coming in your company and growing in your company and then you see them leave to go do their own thing. Where the truth is, is that if you did it the right way, and that's why I'm creating this podcast, if you created a world that was big enough that allowed for them to live in their own world, you will never lose leadership. You will never lose people to other opportunities, to other companies, because they are living a world within your world. And today on this podcast, we're going to dive into three areas that are going to allow you to expand so you can create leaders and allow them to expand in your company, no matter how big they get. And the first area, let's just dive right into this, is the culture. And you heard of culture multiple times. I'm going to get very strategic with you. So listen in, please. Culture is about how you run things and how people talk about your company when it's not being talked about. Culture is about how people talk about your company when you're not around. Culture is how you create systems and standards that people live by on these values because there's a statistic that shows that people stay for culture even though they have a good amount of money or get more money from another company or another opportunity, they will stay because of the culture. They'll stay because they feel recognized. They will stay because they feel like they're part of the mission. I was talking to one of my clients, working with him a couple of weeks ago, and he was expanding so quick. He runs a construction company, and he was looking at ways to um, better incentivize his coworkers, his employees. And I was like, you know what? We could work on our compensation plan, which we'll talk about further. I was like, you know what? Paying them more money won't be as powerful as the culture you're planning to create. Now, we did a vivid vision, figured out what he wants to create in his business. I was like, go back to that because the culture you want to create, the atmosphere, the lifestyle you're creating for your employees, they will stay around like that and they will be raving fans working there. And you would have people leaving other companies to come to your culture because that is what is spoken when you're not speaking it. I hope that's making sense with you right now. So culture, culture is about the, the meetings you hold every single week. Culture is about the ways of communicating. Are you communicating them and always allowing them to be empowered? Or are you just being more of a dictator and just telling them what to do, right? Culture is the communication on that sense. So one of the pro tips I'll give you here, one of the strategic applications is even though you know as the leader the right answer, you want to ask the question to allow and extract the answer from your person in your company. So if you know that the answer is, uh, you know what, we got to we gotta fix the sales system, 
You don't just go say fix the sales system because of this. You say, you know what, uh, Susie, what do you think is the biggest problem in our funnel right now? What do you think is the biggest problem with why we're dropping off? Like, what is that? Oh, and they say, well, I think it's the sales system. Oh, is that? What, what about the sales system? That's actually a really good point you bring up. Uh, well, I think we need to fix this, this, and this. And you're like, oh, I didn't. And in your head, you're like, I didn't even think of that part. Wow. Susie, that's incredible. Do you see yourself being able to do that? Yeah, absolutely. When can you do that by? Um, you know, next week. Okay, cool. Well, if that's, if you see yourself being able to do it, then I would love to have you take that on because, you know, I see you being someone that can handle that. Is that someone, something you could do? Absolutely. You just went from saying, Hey, we need to fix the sales system, which they have no emotional buy-in to literally extracting them to think that this is their idea. Cause it was, they gave unique ideas that you didn't even think about. And now they're bought in emotionally because they have a mission for this company. That is what culture is about. And especially communicating. Do you have weekly meetings where you're connecting, you're allowing people to talk, you're not just letting the extroverts talk, but you have a system where introverts talk to in the first few minutes, everyone is reminded of your mission statement. Everyone is reminded of your values, your mantras. I was working with a coffee company in, in New York here just last week from the, the moment I recorded this. And instead of values, they have mantras. It's really cool. It's like from humans for humans, like for the coffee. How cool is that? Right. But I, one of the things I told him about the culture is every single week when you're having these meetings, if you want this culture to be passed down is repeating these mantras, letting people know what the values are, the mantras are so that it can be repeated as you continue to grow. So the culture doesn't die as expansion occurs. That is what culture is. You have the values or mission statement. If you're not, we're going to have to work on that. And then lastly, of the part of culture. This is how you allow leaders to become even bigger leaders is giving them proper expectations. And this is best before you bring them in. If you already have someone in and they're struggling and you got to flip them around or you got to let them go, that's a little tougher to do. It's possible. But if you could set the expectations of the standards of, um, you know, the different values, the different expectations that they have to follow every day. You are going to set up a better culture, which will then allow them to grow and never want to leave. Because if they're living once again in their own world, which means that they have their own freedom, they feel like they're making their own decisions, not living in a dictatorship of a company. Why would they leave? It's a great life, right? They feel like they're part of an ecosystem. The thing about expectations is that you got to set it up front. I just recently hired two amazing VAs. By the time you're listening to this, I might even have more VAs in my company. I set the culture and the expectation that I look for proactivity instead of reactivity. And I say, you know what? The things that I'm having you do, the, the SOPs, that's great. But what really catches my attention so-and-so is that when I see you doing things or sending me information or going above and beyond, even though I didn't ask for it, and you're being proactive, I see that. And that's what makes me want to reward you. That's what makes me want other people to know who you are. That's what makes me want to allow you to grow into a higher level so you could eventually you know, run this or that. That's proactivity. I love that. That's what I want. That just set the expectations for them. And now I got to hold myself to this and also hold it to them. But that is how you set expectations. That's culture. That is number one. Number two out of the three areas for focus on how to allow leaders to continue to grow and expand as you're a leader of them is the compensation plan. 
Do you have a compensation plan that allows them to feel like there's ways to improve and grow and earn more if they work harder and more efficient? Or are you just setting them on a base standard and they just get the job done and there's no expectation or incentive to make more? Let's be real. Incentives matter. Incentives matter. And if you can incentivize, there's there's nothing manipulative about this. This is actually influencing them because you're giving them the capacity to work more to earn more, which ultimately gives them a better life, right? So what I recommend for compensation is that you should have a set standard of a salary or um, hourly wage that allows them to feel like they're taken care of. Here's a strategic tip that I do is before I give any set salary, any set hourly wage, whether it's through my own people or when I help other uh, leaders is I give a range. Like if I'm putting a, uh, a job description out on Indeed or whatnot, I put a range. So there's no exact amount. So there's, you know, it could be lower, higher, depending on how you fit this role. And what I do is I ask because I want to get the expectations. You know what, uh, Rebecca, I'm just curious. What would be just the amounts? You know, because we're going to talk about salary and how much you can make. And also, we have some KPIs in mind to really make sure that, you know, you feel like you're being awarded for the hard work you're doing. But like, just what's a what's an amount that if you made on a monthly, you know, range, it would allow you to live a comfortable life in the sense of you getting your food taken care of, housing, rent. Um, you know, it's not living a, like taking care of all the, the extracurricular stuff, but like the base living. What does that look like? And they'll tell me that. And that's where I gauge, is that above, below, or right on point of where I was already looking to pay them? If I was looking to pay them, let's say, 2500 a month, and they say, well, 2200 a month, you better believe, especially if I hold my word and I still pay them 2500 you better believe now that they're anchored down to 2200 and I say, you know what? I see you're going to be a great fit for this. I see that, you know, you said that 2200 uh going to take care of you. Obviously, we're going to have some KPIs to set you up, but... I really see you being a great part of this company. So I'm going to start you off at 2,500. Uh, how does that sound to you? You better believe their expectations are going to be superseded because they were expecting around 2,200 and you just gave them $300 extra a month without any extra KPIs. That's how you set price grounding and make your people into raving fans right away. That's just one of many tips. However, it makes a great difference. And instead of going, you know, I'm going to pay you 2,500. And you pay them 2500 It's like, okay, well, now this is what is expected. You always want to find ways to turn people into raving fans. Now, on top of a, a comfortable hourly wage or a salary or you know something that's pretty stable so they can live a pretty certain life in that sense, give them ability to grow and expand. This is going to allow them to continue to hit new levels, to continue to make more income as, the, as they help the company grow, they grow. That's going to be the KPIs. And you want to be very crystal clear on the KPIs have to reward and incentivize the things that are going to be aligned with the company most. Let me give an example for sales. You do not want to incentivize bonuses for getting leads over having booked calls or getting leads over closed clients because what's going to happen is they're going to find whatever way, even maybe not in the beginning, but over time, they'll find ways to get more of quantity of leads instead of quality because they're getting incentivized. I know that they might be an incredible human and they're, you know, all the best intentions, but when you have a bigger business and it's growing and growing, you can't track every single person like that to the fullest extent. You better believe incentives matter. 
So be very careful with the KPIs. My people, I, I give them KPIs and bonuses for doing things that are directly affecting the business. Like they're getting, so I have a guy that does lead gen and, and he's incredible and he's, you know, connecting with people. I incentivize him for the people that get booked on a call and then also the ones that we close. But whether it's a speaking engagement, whether it's a podcast, so shout out if you have a speaking engagement and you want to work together, shoot me a message, right? But I have someone doing that and I'm incentivizing to find more quality leads to be more about uh, building deeper relationships instead of just sending spammy emails. That matters. And that's what makes him going back to this point, feels like he's living in his own world that he can expand and grow as much as he wants, but he will never grow outside of my world because I'm continually expanding as well. If not, that would not be a thriving company and I shouldn't be an entrepreneur or someone that's running that. Maybe you shouldn't either. But that's how you allow them to continue to be the leaders they're meant to be. Make sense? So number one is you want to really focus on the culture. We go even more in detail on this, but I want to keep it really tight and to the point so you can start to get those gears spinning. Number two is the compensation and KPIs. Incentives matter. Do not forget that, but incentivize them the right way. Just I'm sure as you have incentives, right, with what you do. And the third and final thing to keep them a leader that's growing and expanding and they're growing within your own ecosystem is making sure you prioritize the role they play in this company. You are making them feel like the leader within the role, whether they are a bookkeeper or they're an executive leader, right? Whether they are just doing base minimum or the absolute maximum. Because I know a lot of us in here might have some VAs in our company and think they're just, you know, part-time and this and that. But if you can make them feel like a leader, which comes back to the communication, asking them the questions that you already know the answer to saying, uh, you know what, Jane? That's a great question. What do you think would be the best way we could do that? What do you think would work for lead uh, magnets? Like what, 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 what subject line will be the best in your opinion? Let's try that out. Okay. Even if you know it's not going to be the best, let them try it so they can grow into that. What do you think would be the best way to, to close the sale next time? Okay. Let's try that. Okay. Gotcha. Now, if it's a terrible idea, then maybe guide them a little bit, but make them feel like they're part of this mission. Give them a role of significance because there's a study that shows that majority of people in the company, in any company, stay when they're recognized for their good works because significance matters as well. Incentives matter and significance matters. If they feel like they're not just a number, they feel like they're just not a robot, they feel like they're actually a human that you care about, and most importantly, goes back to culture, but also their role, they are part of the mission. Make sure that every single person in your team, even if they're part-time, even if they're VA, even if they just started or they're just ending, that they know that they are part of the mission. Because there is nothing more exciting when you have a purpose bigger than yourself, and that purpose obviously has a positive impact for others, for customers, for the world, but they are part of that. Why would they go to another company? that maybe doesn't have as big of a purpose. They're offering more money. They're offering maybe better hours, but there's not as much purpose. When you have an irresistible and undeniable purpose, an undeniable mission statement, that's why it's so important to ingrain these values and mission statements because that's the DNA and the essence of every company. You don't have that. Or if you have some crazy, you know, 10 commandments of values that no one could recite by your, but yourself. That is not values. That is just 10 commandments that only you know, right? 
So if you can really find ways to extract the genius out of each employee, out of each coworker, out of each team member, extract it out of them, make them feel like they're the leader, make them feel like they're the ones in charge, make them understand, you know, I, I like to do this thing called future pacing. When I'm talking to these people, especially people on my team in specific, I always future pace because I always want to let them know where we're going. I want to let them know and remind them what's possible and say, hey, that's awesome. You know, I got this idea. Now, this might, this might be way down the road, but you could be the manager of other people doing lead gen. You know, like as long as you keep being proactive and as long as you keep doing what you're doing, because I see what you're doing down the road, I could see you rising up into that leadership role. Do you see that? And they'll say, yeah, oh, yeah, that'd be great. That's what I want. I want to do this full time. I want to be able to, you know, lead other people. That's what I've been looking for. Awesome. We'll just keep doing what you're doing. I'm, I'm watching you. I see you. That is how you make them feel significant. And that's how you allow them to continue to grow as a leader because you do not, as an entrepreneur, and I know it's so simple because now it's our own baby. It's our own company. It's our own system. We can, you know, do what we want. And if you're someone like me, I was insignificant growing up. I didn't have much going on. So now that I'm running the show, it's really easy to let that inner ego, that inner child of yours, try to throw tantrums and say, I want it this way or the highway. That's not going to go far. If you could allow your team to step up and to guide and facilitate by asking quality questions, by extracting the genius out within them, by if you know the answer, you ask the question that allows them to give the answer. Put the ego aside and allow your leaders to rise and you will never have to worry about losing a leader. And even if you do, you know you did your best and you send them with grace and you say, hey, I'll give you a good recommendation. You did everything you can. I know you're going to go build your own business. I know you're going to go work with that company that's over there and you're doing that. Incredible. I'm here to support you because I knew that you stepped up and did everything you could. That is you being a leader to a new level. So to recap this, remember the three areas of focus is focusing on the culture, expanding your culture. There's nothing better in culture than having systems. The reason why is because you can have all these good beliefs and understandings of sharing the values and whatnot, but if you just have that happen one time and there's no consistency or a system and you're not talking about your values every week or you're not having each person you know, share one thing that stood out about a specific value. You know, if it's uh, going back to that coffee example, the coffee company, and they say, you know, um, buy humans for humans. And you say, all right, each person, five seconds or less or 10 seconds or less. What is one thing that we did or you did this past week that was buy humans for humans? Give me an example. Boom, 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 boom. You're solidifying their actions within the culture, right? So systems are important. Making sure the communication within the culture is is incredible too. Don't be a dictator. Be someone that empowers people. The values in the mission statement and the expectations you set. Set them early and you'll thank yourself later. Number two, the compensation plan. This is one of my ways where I work with people that if you are just a little lost with compensation plans, please reach out. If you need to learn how to better make people more proactive through a compensation plan and KPI, I'll tell you, it'll save you so many hours, so much headache, so much stress. You know, that could be a bottleneck that's released. Reach out to me. I could help you with that. That's what I do, right? But compensation plans and KPIs, I haven't seen be such a game changer for allowing leaders to feel like that. They could grow and they're not capped out. Like they have a glass, you know, uh, ceiling above them. That's not what you want because that will make them feel repressed. And then the third area to focus on is their role. 
and the significance of the, the part that they play in this greater mission. Remind them. Give them compliments. Even though you might be thinking it, they aren't. Give them the compliment. Over-communicate that to them. And you will allow leaders to grow. You will allow leaders to rise. And you will allow leaders to expand in your company and organization. And you will be a thriving business. This is what I got for you today. Hope this resonates with you. Don't let this just be ear service. Let this be paper and implement and action service and go out there and apply this state in your company. And I can tell you this right now, you're going to see a big shift in the people that are working with you and alongside you. We're at the end of this show today, but let's keep the conversation going. If you receive massive value, not mediocre value, but massive value from this episode, then if you would go to Apple Podcasts and leave a personal review right now as your review may be the one that inspires someone to start living their strategic life. It's as simple as opening up the podcast app, search up this podcast, and scroll down to rate and review, and there you go. Also, if you share this podcast in your Instagram stories and tag me, at Jake Havron, I'd love to connect with you. All right, that's it. This is Jake Havron signing off. But remember this, my friend. Go create your strategic life. See you in the next episode.